Would you like to strengthen your marriage, encourage your children, and grow your family relationships? Join author and international evangelist Sammy Tippett as he ignites the flame in your heart for your family. Uh, I, I hate, I've got bad news for you today. You've got another two weeks. They've been going through three weeks of just you and I on Real Dads, and, and uh, now you've got another two weeks without the, the real beauty on this uh, program, and that's uh, Shirley, uh, David Walker's wife, and Tex, my wife, and, and uh, we miss them, but a lot of things going on <laughs> in our lives, uh, and uh, we'll be talking about some of those things, but David and I are here. And uh, to talk about some things, and David, welcome. Good to see you. Well, thank you, Sammy. Good to good to see you. And uh, it's it's just a it, it's a it, it's a blessing, just an amazing opportunity to think that from a spot in San Antonio, Texas, uh, without it being a multi-billion-dollar television studio, we really are able to be in touch with, with the folks around the world who are yeah. a part of Legacy Broadcast. That's, yeah. that's an amazing And I, I, I hope you've been blessed. I've already heard several people talking about this Real Dad series. In Good. fact, my son Dave was mm. so touched by it. You know, he's got a podcast, and he yeah. says, I'm, we're gonna, we're gonna, we've been referring to that Real Dad uh, series in the podcast. So uh, they've been, so that, that's kind of neat to see it kind of uh, spread and, and, and everything. And so uh, yeah. I know the Lord blessed. I will often say, you know, when you were single, and you wondered what it would be like to be married. Now you know, and you realize dramatic changes. If you want to stay the same, then don't ever get married because there'll be some there'll be some adjustments and changes. But what a gift! What a blessing! You wonder how could I have ever lived as long as I did without the one that God had for me? Right. Same thing with with these little lives. Yeah. You just wonder how did we ever make it this long? Yeah. Uh, without this little child. And and you know, um, I I think you know. One of the things that happens in life is we go through changes, mm-hmm. and um, and when we go through those changes, you know, we we need to know what the Bible has to say about those changes, mm-hmm. and how do we deal with that? And I, I think that's one of the yeah. issues that's real hard because you you just you can't and, and stay the same. But you know what? I think the first thing that comes to my heart is this: the whole of the Christian life is a process of change. Yeah. We are being conformed into the image of Jesus, mm-hmm. and so if if everything stayed the same, yeah. then we probably would get comfortable just where we are at. And so God allows these changes yeah. in our lives to yeah. come, and uh, and those changes are healthy because they push us down the road of conformity into the image of Jesus. Now, which which do you think is a is an easier change to adjust to? One that just where the circumstances hit you all at once, or the kind of change that results from a process that takes a period of time. It may be it may be months, it might be years, but you're different on the other end. One's longer, one's shorter. You know, that's a good question. It's a hard question for me because the the things that come unexpectedly, you're, you're not expecting them, so it's hard to deal with, mm. but normally those are things. Okay. Once you kind of get your arms uh, around them, you can, you can go with it. Yeah. The things that come on slowly, those are the big changes normally, you know, like, like a child coming and, and then, you know, I know that there's a lot of people, a child coming for texting me, uh, getting married. You're, you're talking about that, that change, that was a, a big adjustment for us, but not nearly as big as when the children came mm-hmm. because, um, we were used to, I mean, once we got married, I mean, we were just, you know, 
knit together. And I mean, we were, we were going for it for Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, we're out on the streets witnessing mm-hmm. and doing all these things and going mm-hmm. places. And, and uh, it, we were just knit together. And then when the baby came, when Dave came, then all of a sudden Tex had to yeah. stay at home with the baby and, and, and all, we weren't doing things together. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, there were just, uh, a lot of changes and then and then our communication began to break down yeah and um and i had to learn uh, and it was mostly me well both of us she 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 kind of went into a shell because she was experiencing these things that didn't look quote spiritual hmm. and my things yeah. that i was doing was all spiritual you know yeah. and so you know we had we had to hey wait a minute it's just hmm. a spiritual change that baby's diapers as yeah. it is yeah. to be out there preaching the gospel yeah so we yeah. we had to you know i had to Mm-hmm. come to grips with uh, that change in my life and 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 say okay how am i going to do this how am i going to deal with this well it, it's uh it, it's 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 important um for us and i I'm, I'm saying this back to myself um as much as to anybody it is it's important for us to remind ourselves in the season of change that we serve an awesome God mm-hmm. who is timeless on his calendar right. and he's perfect in all his ways. And he's got a direction. He's got a goal. And that old, that wonderful old verse that we know that God causes all things to work together for good. Yes. To those who love him, those who call according to his purpose. Now we're at a, a season here in the, in, in the U S of, of remembering the tragedy of nine 11 right. when the, the the planes flew into the into the, the towers there in and in, uh, in New York and no one no one is going to say that God was behind that that uh, tragic act that that cruel act barbarous act but the wonderful thing is and that I mean their their lives the firemen's lives the families of firemen who lost their lives in that in that tragedy. Those families are changed forever. They'll never have that daddy back. They're, yeah. they're husbands whose wives never came home from work that day. There's, there's no way that we would ever blame that on a God who had, who had no heart. The enemy was involved. Satan was involved. In, in that. And yet, our God is big enough. Our, our God is, is, is God enough to, to work that together for good in the lives of those who love the Lord mm-hmm. and the lives of those who, 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 who call upon him and trust him. And I think we just need to be reminded of that, that even though Satan can try to effect change, he does not control the result of that change. Yeah. The, um, we're both in, going through change in our mm-hmm. lives. Uh, and the truth is, though, I mean, we've been going through change mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to go through change. Mm-hmm. I think we're at different changes. You're, you're at a kind of an empty nest syndrome change yeah. where your, your kids, your, your, your our baby left. Our last know, one. He's in, away in college. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and, and, and now, you know, I've just gone through this thing of, uh, of prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which means, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what does that mean for our ministry and my travel and, and all of yeah. this. And I haven't mm-hmm. figured it out yet, but, uh, we're, mm-hmm. uh, we're working on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but how, how are you, what, what, what helps you from the scripture? What helps you in life to go through this change that you're in? 
Well, what what you said in the beginning is is um, it's one of those important, strategically, critically important aspects that we that we call to mind. We remind ourselves that that God God has a plan. God has a purpose that he he doesn't let. There are no accidents with the Lord. If something comes our way and it gets through the grid of the omnipotence of God, the omniscience of God, the perfect heart of God, if it gets through the grid of all of that to affect my life, then some way, somehow, Sammy, it, it's going to it's going to shape me more into the image of Jesus, who learned obedience to the things that he suffered. Sometimes it's not just the negative things that mm-hmm. that are that are pressures for us. It can be um, the, the the positive right. the, the, that boy we're blessed with with our our prayers being answered. So you know God has given us a spouse, or God's mm-hmm. given us a child, or God's given us this incredible job opportunity. Mm-hmm. Now what you know? But my life is my life is being changed and. And uh, but whether we where we can see both the positive and the negative thing to us negative that the Lord allows it where, where we're able to realize the Lord is determined. He we have been predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he's doing. That's where he's that's where he's taking more like Jesus. You know, I, I think one thing as you were talking there that struck me is that the big picture. So many times we get yeah. caught up on the little oh, that's picture, right. you know. Yeah. The little picture is, oh, my baby's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? The big picture is that God gave him to you, not to keep for the yeah. rest of your life, but to raise him to where he could go right. and uh, get get up. And, 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 and he might mm-hmm. fall and stumble a few times mm-hmm. and get out on his own and do some things that, you, you, you know. But, yeah. but that's why God gave him to you, you know, not to keep him under your thumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the rest of his life, but uh, you know, and the, when you see the bigger picture, the 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 little picture is, oh God, <laughs> yeah. what's going on here? You know, in my little situation, and, and there's a bigger picture going on, so and that big picture is is that Romans chapter right, eight, right. and uh, uh, you know that God takes all everything and uses it mm-hmm. for His good, and then it follows mm-hmm. it up by saying, for we've been predestined, and that's yeah. the that's the real big picture yeah. to be conformed to His image. Yeah. You know, I, and and maybe you're way past this, but I, over the years, there have been there have been two places, two points, where I would find myself at a different place than the Lord, evidently, mm-hmm. yeah. as it related to the circumstances of of my life or things we'd be praying for in particular, and sometimes even since the Lord's saying, I'm, you feel that there's a witness in your heart that. God's going to answer that prayer. He's yep. going to do a specific thing. Um, but it's usually how he's going to do it yeah. and when he's going to do it. That that I'm not always on the same track. His ways are higher than our ways. And, and I, I can try to point to him human dimensions when he's God. He doesn't look at the same calendar we look at. Right. He's not limited to the same resources that we can see in a natural sense. So it... If where where there can be a, just a peace to rest in him at the place of how you do it, Lord, is up to you. When you do it, give me faith to be able to trust you and, and, and rest. Sometimes the changes that we desire don't happen as quickly as we'd like for them yeah. to. On the other hand, sometimes it's just way too fast. We're thinking, I'm not ready for this. I'm mm-hmm. not ready for this. But uh, he's going to finish what he started yeah. in our life. You know, and, uh, for me... Uh, and when I look back over my life and my ministry, 
there was one time that I feel like I really floundered. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the time I've been able to, I think one of the gifts that God's been able to give me is I've been a flexible and be able mm-hmm. to move. When the Lord said, move, go here, go there. Yeah. We've kept our ministry lean and mean, mm-hmm. so to speak. And, you know, we've been able to do that. But there was one time, and, and it kind of relates back to something you were talking about just a minute ago, and that's mm-hmm. 9-11 thing. Because the world changed yeah. after 9-11. I can tell you right now, my traveling going through airports, the world changed mm-hmm. after 9-11. But uh, it, it changed when the Vietnam War came to an end. It's a very interesting thing that happened because our ministry was on the streets with young people witnessing, sharing Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where young people were. They were out in the streets doing drugs mm-hmm. and coming home from the war, you know, all messed up. And we were sharing the gospel with them. Then when the war ended, it, it was like nobody was on the streets. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, what do I do now? Oh. You know? <laughs> and, and I mean, for, for a few years, I, I really floundered. Now, the Lord mm-hmm. took even that and used it. Because there were a couple of things that happened. One is he sent me overseas, and yeah. and and overseas we began to uh, see the Lord work. But even while we we're going overseas, I was still trying to get a handle on that, and and it was like, Lord, what what are you doing? What are you saying? Mm-hmm. And I think in that time, he worked in me more than through me. Mm-hmm. And there are seasons in which he does that. You know, I'm I'm, I'm reminded of the scripture in John chapter 15, I believe it's verse three. It says that. Uh, talking about the vine and the branch, and, and says that uh, every branch that bears fruit, he prunes mm. so that it will bring forth more, more fruit. Yeah. And and there is a season of bearing fruit, and there's a season of pruning. Mm-hmm. And I think for especially for those of us who are in ministry, mm-hmm. uh, think that if we're not bearing fruit, then something's really wrong. And, mm-hmm. and the truth is, you know, to get to the next level, there's got to be some that's pruning right. take place, yeah. and so that's a change. And, and, and that was a that, that was a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Lord, why am I going through what? Lord, I thought you know here I had this huge ministry mm-hmm. going, and mm-hmm. now I'm in this little spot in the middle of nowhere in Germany. Yeah, and uh, yet yeah. God did this deep work in my life, and and it was out yeah, of that. I work. think that's one of the that that can be one of the greatest challenges. Some of the one of the toughest changes. That, that we can face is when we go from a place of, of a lot of activity, yeah. a lot of things we can put our hands on and, and we can see things that are happening to, to suddenly find ourselves in a place of relative inactivity. And yeah. there's not a lot of objective validation yeah. that what we're doing is really um, pleasing to the Lord or that it, there's any confirmation that, that we're making headway. Yeah. That, that can be, when the Lord chooses a season of, of isolation or, or change from, maybe a job has been lost or, or maybe there's been a health situation. I mean, you, you have had to really curtail yeah. outer activities for a season. Yeah. And yet God's used it in your life. You know, my little book series, Praying for Your Family. Mm-hmm. One of the interesting, really neat things as I was working on that and writing it and everything Mm -hmm. was uh, God would bring things across my path as I was Mm -hmm. doing that. And I was in South Africa preaching and uh, and I was in a home, just visiting a home. And this guy had these old pictures and he had a scrapbook and was looking through it. And there was a letter in Dutch from Andrew Murray to this man's grandfather Mm -hmm. in Dutch. And And so I said, can you translate? And he translated for me and he gave me permission to use it. But the le- this is what the letter was about. The letter, and we, so I put it in the book, and it's the very last thing in the book. But uh, 
never been published before, mm. but this letter to his grandfather, his grandfather had been in an accident mm. and he was bedridden, mm. couldn't do anything. And Andrew Murray wrote him and said, this is often when God comes and meets with us. Oh, he gives us these times of, mm. of where we can't do anything. Mm. And he wants to come and meet with us. And, mm. and boy, what a blessing that was. And, and I mean, just what a legacy. We, yeah. the, the, this broadcast is legacy. Yeah. But what a legacy, even when we're, you know, that's the beautiful thing about mm. God. Mm. I mean, if you get God out of the equation, mm -hmm. you're stove up in that hospital. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I mean, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, you become bitter. Why is life get throwing me this thing? But if, you, if God's there, that's it. I mean, he's well, in it. you. And man, yeah. I, you know... I, Mm. I tell you what, David, and, and this is the truth. I, I'm I hope everything. I hope everything I'm telling you is the truth. But but this really is this this time of surgery with with the prostate cancer. I told Texas that you asked me about my deer. This hunter mm -hmm. shirt. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you why I got this deer. You know, wounded deer. I mentioned a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, and and that scripture as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs for thee. It's three months or two months, two and a half months now that I have not been able to travel. Mm -hmm. And I've been just stove up and I, we got a little place out on the lake and we went out there and spent a lot of time out there. And, and I just met with God mm -hmm. and just, you know, God, you are my healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are my, healer. and I just met with him. Mm -hmm. And, and David, I, I told Tex, I said, I, I want to get something. I want to get some shirts or something that reminds me. Mm -hmm. Of the deer that pants for the water, mm -hmm. so my soul longs that because I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to go back, and that's not saying that I didn't have good times with God. I had wonderful yeah. times with God in past years, Lord. But I want to tell you what God brought me to a new level. Mm -hmm. He brought me to a new level, and I mm -hmm. I don't want. Yeah. I do not want to to lose that mm -hmm. man. As I you know, I, I start traveling. I'm headed to Canada, preach mm -hmm. up there, and, mm -hmm. but I don't want to lose this thing of 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 a deer panting for mm -hmm. the water, and my soul longing after God. Mm -hmm. So I mean, during this time of 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 this season that's been different in my life, mm -hmm. I mean, I never spent eight days in one house in my whole life. And I, I was confined to a house, couldn't get out for eight days. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I could get out, but in a very limited thing. And, and uh, man, I'm telling you, God met with me. Mm. Uh, you know, in, in, uh, in a, I know it's more than guys watching this, but, you know, I was walking around carrying a bag, you know, mm -hmm. and it's all I could do. Humbling mm -hmm. circumstances, mm -hmm. but carrying that old bag mm -hmm. in that house, God came, mm -hmm. David. God, mm -hmm. I mean, in in my mm -hmm. lowest mm -hmm. point of anything, mm -hmm. God came mm -hmm. and met with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, I I I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to get so busy mm -hmm. that I I'm, I lose that ever again. You know, that, that picture of the mountains and seems like just about every valley in a mountain range has some sort of spring that flows mm -hmm. into a stream that flows into a river. But the water, the that living water, always flows, Sammy, at the lowest place. Yeah. You, you don't see a river flowing on the side of a mountain or going across the top of a ridge. It's always at the lowest place. 
And sometimes those places of personal humiliation that, that yeah. we just, we just think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good for nothing. I'm worth nothing. And yet the Lord, just as you say, he comes and right there, he, he makes his dwelling place, not just Isaiah says, not just in the loftiest of the heavens, but, but he, he with comes to dwell and, with the broken and contract. Yeah. You know. Mm. Uh, and I tell you what, it's been good. Now, now, to be honest with you, I have questions because I'm coming out of this now, uh, not physically, not the same person. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you can look at me and tell me I'm, I'm not physically the same person coming out of this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, and, and I'm, and I'm saying now, God, what does this mean? You know, and, and, and I turned 60 during this process. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's the aging thing that's happening, you know, and, and I'm, and, it's kind of an interesting thing. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to discern, Lord, you know, what what does all of this mean? And, uh, and you know, and I know that, you know, I cannot for eternity travel the way I've been traveling, yeah. you know. And uh, so I know there's got to be some changes. And I haven't figured it all out yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, the good thing that I know is as long as I meet with him, mm-hmm. he's going to lead me. He leads me beside the still waters. Mm-hmm. And if he's led me to the still waters, if he's led me to the, the river that flows from the mm-hmm. throne of God, if that's where he's led me, then he's going to lead me from there to wherever. Uh, I, I get the feeling it's going to be a little bit different from what I'm, I'm, I'm used to. If we have just a few minutes uh, before, before we finish this session, but I, as, as you're talking, I'm, I'm, thinking that there are probably everybody who's watching and listening today is in the middle of some type of change. It may be they're getting older or they've got, they've got a new son-in-law, daughter-in-law, grandchild, or the job's changed, or there's the anticipation that something's up, something, thing, things are, things are in the process of changing. Sammy, what, what are some of those foundational pillars just uh, and I'm, I don't mean just verses of scripture, but we would have verses that we would that we could attach to these to these pillars. Well, what I'm thinking is sometimes when change comes and it's not pleasant, a believer can can often just begin to wonder, God, is this because of sin in my life? Did I did I let um, uh, are you having to discipline me for something that 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 I disobeyed you in or or. Um, Lord, if, if, is, is this, is this the enemy pushing this? Or Lord, is this something that you're, you know, there's some of those kinds of just real foundational things and, and we can be taken off into, into seasons of despair if, if we're not anchored. You know, um, it's a good question. And I think it forces me to kind of think through some things. And one, the first thing, I think the very first foundational thing is the sovereignty of God. Mm-hmm. Trusting that God's sovereign, just like what you were saying. God didn't do this mm-hmm. 9-11 thing, but God's sovereign. Mm-hmm. It didn't catch him by surprise. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, he, he, he is still in control. He hasn't left his throne. Mm-hmm. And, and so he's still there on his throne, and, and he's going to work all things to the good. So I think that first, the sovereignty of God, that God you know, getting your eyes off of here and now mm-hmm. and looking up and seeing him. I think the second thing is to see that no matter what's going on, uh, that he wants you to become more like Jesus. And in his sovereignty, he's going to take this and use this mm-hmm. to, to make you a little more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, 
And that's what holiness is. Mm-hmm. And, and whether it's sin in your life dealing with, okay. Or whether it's, sometimes it's not sin. It's, it's just, you come to a level and wants to bring you to another level of, of another dimension. More fruitfulness. Right. We talked about it. And, and, and you remember Jack Taylor years ago had that book, Dimensions of Christian Living. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, that God brings us to a new dimension of, mm-hmm. of, of our walk with God. And, uh, so, and so that's what's going on. And then I, I think the third thing is to walk by faith. That's, that's where we come in mm-hmm. and we walk by faith and, Trust in me. See, I, that's what I was saying to you just a minute ago. The third principle where I'm at right now is I'm saying, God, I don't see what's out there. I don't mm-hmm. see clearly mm-hmm. what the next step is, but I'm, <laughs> I, I, I trust, I'm trusting you. You brought me to this water. You brought me to this river. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to, I'm going to follow you along this mm-hmm. river here. Mm-hmm. And wherever you take me, I, I want to go. Mm-hmm. And that's what faith is saying, God. Mm-hmm. And you know, thinking of someone who's maybe, stove up in a hospital bed right now or someone who's going through some kind of difficult or maybe it's a great opportunity or whatever it is mm-hmm. saying, Lord, I don't understand this, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to trust you in the midst of this. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, I think some of the most dangerous places is when we're successful mm-hmm. or yeah. what, you know, our things are going really good when that changes, when we're going from maybe poverty to abundance, oh. <laughs> that's a dangerous time because yeah. then we have a tendency to think, take off on our own mm-hmm. and go on our own. And, and uh, it's, it's these times that remind us that, that where it's the reverse, that remind us, hey, God, I need you. Uh, Lord, we, we need you desperately. Yeah. You know, that, that's, um, that's just one of the things I've been working in my heart as we've been talking is, is uh, and I'm so guilty of this thing. I, I, am, I am guilty. Of, of passionately pursuing the Lord when I only have God, mm-hmm. when there's, when there's no way out. And I, you know, you can, you can grow to look forward to those places in a, in a strange sort of way that, you know, step out and get out of the boat, go to him on the water, leave something that's, that's familiar and secure and, and, and move toward the Lord. But, but even then there's a need. For the Lord, yeah. that's not necessarily the same as just having a desire for Him. Yeah. That whether ever, whether I need Him to rescue me, but beyond that, do I do I just want Him? Yeah. Do I just desire? Do I desire to be with Him? And whether there's the presence of need or the absence of need, you know, presence of need or the presence of success, my heart wants to be with that. I, I want to be with with my wife Shirley. I, I want to. I just I just want to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. I just want to be with her. I I love being with her. No matter what we do, I can wish some of the things that I like to do. She might like to do too. More more of the the hunting and the fishing and that kind of thing. But you know that didn't even that didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy her. I just love being with her. And I think that. You know, that's that reciprocal. I don't deserve that, but that's just kind of how the way and I can. I've been lately just checking myself on that thing. What I when I look back over my life, I, I'm, I'm not. There have been a number of places where I had to have you for rescue. But in the season of change where maybe some of those crises are not as pressing as they used to be, that what's going to happen when it when it may sort of mellow out or is, is what am I going to want? Am I going to desire you? 
Am I going to desire you as the lover of my soul? And need does not have to be that which presses me to you. It's just that I want you. I desire you. Let's pray. I think there's somebody here mm. that God is speaking to that's, that's watching this particular um, podcast or listening to it. And, and let's just pray that the Lord would do a work in, in hearts here and give, yeah. give us all this desire for him mm. because of who he is. Mm. And, uh, and not because of where we're at, but because of who Amen. he is. Amen. Father, we just come to you right now, and we want to thank you for this time of sharing our hearts with one another. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would just right now uh, speak, speak to our hearts, Father, and Lord, work in our lives. And then, Father, I pray that, that Father, that river that we've been talking about, that it would flow out of us. You said out of your innermost being would flow rivers of living water. And I pray, Father, you would flow across computer across mm -hmm. the internet, Father, mm -hmm. and touch people around this world, yes, Father. And I, I pray that there would be people who would hunger and thirst after you mm -hmm. and your righteousness. For you said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst mm -hmm. after righteousness, for they mm -hmm. shall be filled. And I pray you would fill them. Yes. Fill that man. Fill that woman. Yes. Fill that young person. Right now, in the name of Jesus, mm -hmm. I pray, God, for a mighty work mm -hmm. of your spirit. Oh, God, we believe you in Jesus' name. To, to do this mighty work. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. I hope this has been a blessing to you. We'll be praying for you. And we just trust the Lord's going to continue to bless you. God bless you. We'll look forward to our next, next session. We hope you've been encouraged. If you'd like to hear more, visit SammyTippett.org. There you'll hear podcasts, watch daily devotionals, and obtain books by Sammy that will ignite your faith, your love of family, and a passion to reach others.